Dan and David today. Just us. Um, have to address something. Yeah. It has. It ties in with why Dylan's not here. Uh, so Golden Boy Peanuts contacted me. Well, that's a big fat lie. Um, Golden Boy Peanuts doesn't exist anymore. I come to find out, and uh, I was supposed to be doing ad reads for Special Boy Peanuts. Mm. Uh, they were incensed. They sent me a series of increasingly personal emails, um, insulting me, my family, my Polish heritage. Oh, nice. As if I don't get it, yeah. <laughs> As if I don't get it, enough of that for my co-hosts. Co-workers. So, we had to uh, put Dylan on leave because we can't afford to pay him. Uh, So, like, you know. Once every few weeks, unless we work something out, Dylan's gonna 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 be out. He's part time. Part time. He, do, well, actually, do you remember that line read from Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? I only watched that movie once. I've only seen that one and the first one both one time. Oh, it's a terrible line read. Who said that? Uh, Indy. Who said it was a bad line? He's like standing on top of a cliff. And someone's like, I thought you were a college professor. He's like, part-time. But he says it a lot more convincingly in the trailer. Yet they went with the worst take. Um, I wouldn't have noticed that if not for the the Plinkett review. But I find it, I still think about it. How do you feel about that Legos ad we just watched? I wasn't paying attention. Oh, said adults welcome. Can we get a Lego sponsorship? Yeah. I have stacks and stacks of, um, frankly, rotten peanuts in my apartment uh, because I was assured free peanuts. for Legos. Free peanuts for the year um, as payment. Well, I mean, you're familiar with the phrase paid in peanuts. I mean, this was... I never really thought of that as a bad thing, and now I see why uh, people make a mockery of it. Yeah, a damn. They make. Uh, look, what kind of peanuts? Well, they're these golden boy peanuts. Are those like. Hey, you know those peanuts, the like candy peanuts? Like the. I think they're called carnival peanuts. Circus peanuts. They're, yeah, those are awful. Imagine being paid in those. I've never had one. I'd rather work for free. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll. Uh, <laughs> They got the ball through the hoop, and David just went nice. I just like watching. I like when the ball goes through the hoop. I, I do. Hate when it hit the rim. You know what I noticed? Uh, you know, just a keen observation I had. I noticed the Celtics now wear green at home and white on the road, and the Lakers are wearing yellow on the road. Does that mean they're wearing purple at home? I believe so. These are... Uh, political issues of the day glad no I, I really doubt anyone who actually watches sports listens to this so I'm glad like there's no one pulling their hair out being like Jesus this is this is baby stuff this is like first month of being into sports stuff now I noticed also that the green looks greener on the court is this because they cleaned it up maybe it was underneath some dust was it dusty? 
How often do they buff and shine the wood at the uh, Boston Garden? What if basketball was played on AstroTurf instead of wooden, uh, like, yeah, wooden court? Uh, that'd be, well, maybe, you know, a team could do that. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be a good idea because the team would practice on it all the time, so they'd be used to it, but every team that came. Imagine came. how hard you would have to dribble the ball in order for it to bounce up. You'd have to really slam it down. Well, the, the, the home team would get used to it. Yeah, exactly. What about uh? This is now. This is in um. Jason Tatum. So this cool. is a fictional universe now. What if in the world of Flubber, they slather the court with Flubber? They'd jump high, right? That's the the premise of Flubber. Well, the ball would bounce high. I mean, the ball would go. The ball would go nuts as soon as it gets a little bit of Flubber on it. It's like bouncing off the ceiling. <clears throat> oh, that was sick. And I mean, how tall? How high is the stadium scene? It's got to be pretty high. I don't know. I've never been to the to a stadium. What's another really? improvement we can make to, to the way basketball is played? Oh, um, only open air stadiums. I noticed mo- pretty much all basketball courts are like have a closed ceiling. What if uh, nature played a factor? They're playing in the rain. They're playing in the snow. Hail. I don't or, think I've ever seen a, a basketball game played in the rain. Take it back to you know to basics. To uh to the streets, to outside. Basketball is played on a cement playground, fenced in. Uh, so Thanksgiving is this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow, after the day after this episode's coming out. I was think I was trying to figure out what. Well, why don't we have an elaborate Thanksgiving myth, the way that Easter and Christmas have one? You know, I guess perhaps because it's a non-religious holiday. You know, I think it'd be cool. As if Thanksgiving was a even scarier holiday than Halloween. Like, where Halloween is more like, oh, it's kooky, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a little cuckoo. <clears throat> it's a little crazy. <laughs> anyway. We eat the candy. Yeah, we get the candy, and we go bananas. Just do little tricks and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so th- yeah, I mean, when you think about it, Thanksgiving... I wear, I wear a sexy Woody costume. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When you think about it, though, Thanksgiving is smack dab in the middle of Halloween and Christmas. Mm-hmm. So what if it was almost... Like a mix of the two. Like, scary in the way that scenes from a David Lynch movie could be scary. Yeah, like psychologically tormenting. Mm-hmm. Which it is anyway, but... Like, actually, like, I mean, we're not talking about, like, oh, it's a skeleton. Yeah, this no is skeletons like, here. This is like, um... Unless it's a skeleton in a, in a suit... You go door to door, you're being given fingernails. Yeah. You're being handed... um, Wet ham. Yes. Yeah, the wet handshake is uh, essential to the holiday. You must shake the wet hand. It's the customary greeting. Like, what if it was like... uh, You watch Friday the 13th and Halloween on Halloween, but you watch... The Lighthouse. Jacob's Ladder. Jacob's Ladder. You're watching... uh, Come and see. You're watching Threads. Um, Megan is missing. Audition. You're watching Lake Mungo. Cannibal Holocaust. Solo. Uh maybe uh August Burns Red. Slaughter Vomit Dolls. Uh, you know. 
Oh, and and you have you to know, watch Thanksgiving, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Kind you, of fits. You have to watch them with your family too. That's the worst part. Yeah, you have to recreate the dinner at the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. You have fun, Grandma, Grandma and Grandpa, Grandma and Grandpa. Sorry, sorry. Once again, we're watching Solo. Uh, I haven't heard I, you. You went on a tear of movies I've never heard of. These are all the movies I've been I've been told, and based on my research, are like pretty upsetting. Well, I mean, I watched Come and See, and that is pretty upsetting. You, you don't know that one? No. What's that one's deal? Oh, it's um a uh, like World War Two movie, but it follows like persecuted persecuted Jews in Poland, I believe. Hmm. Uh, there's a scene where a whole like probably like thirty people like just women children just whole families are like trapped in a barn and the barn is set on fire pretty sick shit it's, not, it's available on criterion i believe <clears throat> i gotta get the channel oh man did you see that uh criterion they freaking they dropped the freaking ball with the citizen kane 4k wait they're putting out citizen kane they already did wait now you do you just mean in general because they've released citizen kane probably three times already when are we gonna stop pretending we care about that movie? <laughs> Never. It's fine. It's number. It's, it's just okay. It's spine number one in the Criterion Collection. I guess you gotta start somewhere. I'm pretty sure it was released on Laserdisc first, and then like DVD, then Blu-ray probably, and now it's available on 4K, and it's a 4K Blu-ray combo pack. The Blu-ray, I guess, like 30 minutes into the movie, the Blu-ray disc just like craps out and it's just like a gr- washed out gray no that's just the movie <laughs> it's in that's a way or some well do you like it. citizen kane i only seen it once it was fine exactly there are much better movies i mean i get that it's an important movie but there are just so many better movies terminator yeah. 2 i mean if it were 1941, um, sure. I'd, pro- I'd probably be overjoyed to go see a Citizen Kane. But imagine if in 1941 they saw Terminator 2. <laughs> you know, how they would be losing would fuck. their fucking minds. <laughs> that would... Yeah, that movie would be made illegal until the year 1994. <laughs> they would be scared, probably. <laughs> they would be scared. I mean, you saw what happened when they listened to a, a radio broadcast that said the aliens were here. <laughs> Right, yeah, they're like, this is a documentary, this is what's going to happen? They see an actual... What's a computer? That sounds scary. All the, all the like, the the bodybuilders of the time are like, what is, what, what is wrong (laughs) with that man's body? (laughs) Why is he that kind? He's not triangular at all. (laughs) What kind of, uh, weights is he, uh, kettle, what kind of kettlebell does he use? Well, that's what happened, actually, is, um, a theater in, um... Long Island Beach, uh, where they were they were filing in to see Citizen Kane for the twentieth time, and it said a time traveler showed them Terminator Two, mm-hmm. and uh, a bodybuilder in the crowd who was so excited to see Citizen Kane again saw Arnold's body, and was like, looked went home, looked in the mirror, looked at his, you know, whatever ill-defined body, and was like, this could be better. <laughs> and every day pushed himself and discovered uh, steroids. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And he was actually the man who discovered Arnold later <laughs> in life. 
<laughs> See how that goes full circle there. Right. <coughs> Interesting how the movie about time travel uh, required time travel to get made. Mm-hmm. It's like if... Um, well, I feel like Terminator 2 would exist even if Arnold wasn't cut. In Home Alone, Christopher Columbus, he would never have been able to write that uh, unless his wife and kids went on a vacation without him once because they forgot him somehow. <clears throat> and he turned into a little kid. And some wet bandits came after him. Mm-hmm. Wait, I thought John Hughes wrote that movie. Right. Christopher Columbus directed it, though. Chris Columbus, my bad. Yeah, well, okay, sorry. We were on our, we went on a tear about Citizen Kane. My fault. We were discussing the Thanksgiving myth and ways to improve Thanksgiving as a holiday. There needs to be some sort of spiritual figure where uh, it's debated whether they're real or not. But it can't be totally like, you know, with the Easter Bunny, there's no goddamn way that thing exists, obviously. Santa Claus is, you know, like the plausible one. Yeah. I mean, a giant turkey, that's not really doing it for me. Wait, this isn't doing it for you? Well, keep going. It's going to take me a while. Oh, I just realized what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, What about, like, a tall leprechaun? Ooh. For Thanksgiving? Yeah. Well. Because obviously there's no... Leprechauns are are small, so maybe like their leader is a tall one, and the small leprechauns are dispensed for uh, St. Patrick's Day only. But the tall leprechaun, it would be too intense for to have the small leprechauns and the tall leprechaun together on the same holiday, right? So they only whip him out for Thanksgiving, and you better be thankful, especially if he visits your home. He's kind of a Santa Claus type figure where. He drops by for dinner. Well, he doesn't talk. He just kind of like kicks the door down, saunters in. Kicking in the door. Just kind of looks back and forth. Everyone just sits there with like their heads down. He uh, kind of picks through the food, sees if there's anything good. Maybe eats a roll. And uh, if your dinner isn't a total disgrace, then uh, he'd be like, okay. It's not bad. He also sounds like he also looks and sounds a lot like Tony Montana. Oh. From Scarface. Is he dressed like him too? Uh no. So picture like scary uh El Pacino, but um wearing a green hat with a buckle on it. Maybe some of those uh pointy shoes. Ooh, pointy shoes. Now those are those are a look. Mm-hmm. What there is isn't he? a definitive leprechaun for St. Patrick's Day, though, right? What do you mean? Like, there's no definitive... There really isn't a definitive leprechaun, period. I suppose since they are, uh, they don't exist, there are a lot of interpretations of what they actually look like. Leprechauns? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the leprechaun, the horror villain, uh, who also is probably in that list of esoteric horror for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. He's kind of haggard, but... Oh, right. Okay, so that's what happens is... um, Lucky and um, the pipe-smoking Boston Celtics logo. If you're having a... Pretty chill. If you're making a total mockery of the holiday, if you don't have Grandma and Grandpa sitting in front of the TV watching uh, August Burns Red, then maybe he's like, uh, okay, 
I think I've seen enough. He sends in the leprechaun from the movie The Leprechaun. And he just fucks your shit up. Well, they send in this character. He starts tap dancing on your dinner table. Yeah, David's pulled up a WWF uh, classic clip. You seen this before? No, it's like a... It's the gobbledygook. It looks like a, a, if Gonzo from the Muppets turned into a turkey. Yeah, I can't remember who this is. Actually. Wait, what's it called? The the gobbledygooker. Okay, interesting. I can't remember if he wrestles a match at all. This but this was like a big deal. <laughs> like, because they had been showing that egg. Oh, okay. like, what's coming out of the egg They've for been weeks? teasing this. Yeah, which is this. This poor sucker in the outfit's been trapped in there. He's got, like, golf ball eyes or something. I don't really like that name. No, I don't either. <laughs> He's like, they're like, he just really seemed to horrify the audience at first, <laughs> but they're they're loving him now. <laughs> they can't get enough. <laughs> Honestly, I don't get why this is so mocked by wrestling fans. This is wholesome fun. Oh, they're doing a square dance? Yeah. I imagine being a uh, Imagine being a like a child and seeing this. Yeah. And then growing up and being like, "Did I Did that actually happen? <laughs> did I imagine that?" I think this was originally supposed to be like a very like respected legendary uh figure in the industry. Mhm. And he declined. Anyway, oh, God what damn. would you watch? God, what was it? Oh yeah. Oh, I watched <sighs> this movie called The Last Seduction. I feel it's, like I've heard of that. It's totally in that subgenre of uh I'm it's, it's amazing to me that it's not in the Michael Douglas cinematic universe because it's it's that kind of movie. A good movie. Well, Matter of opinion, right? <clears throat> Those Michael Douglas movies are the only movies Gordon Ramsay watches. Um, it's <laughs> he just starts like getting really ticked off whenever he watches one that doesn't. It's like, first of all, first of all, where's Michael Douglas having sex? It's not in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's not in Space Jam. So it can't... This, oh, you're fucking rubbish. Um, so I watched this movie free on Voodoo with, with Why ads. isn't Michael Jackson... Why is he moonwalking in this movie Moonwalker when he should be having rough sex with Michael Douglas? Um, yeah, I'm still thinking about that clip I watched at my parents' house during that Rolling Stone documentary with the Clintons walking up on stage to greet Fleetwood Mac and Michael Jackson swoops in and shakes yeah. Bill Clinton's hand. Um, just... I just imagine like that that clip is probably the Rosetta Stone for so many conspiracy theories. Oh yeah. Although I guess I've never heard anything about Fleetwood Mac. Um However, uh I'm going to describe some of this movie. So uh, feel free to have a snack, David, you know. You got your casserole sitting there, I see. Yeah. Which I thought was cereal. Oh, oh! You look distressed. Oh, I got no, nothing. <laughs> What's your text about? Oh, it's my boss. He's mad at me. What's he mad about? I had ten DNAs. Your what? Uh, oh, I'll, I'll get back to that later. Well, what is it? 
Oh, I didn't deliver 10 packages and he's kind of mad about it. Oh. Well, what's he going to do? Um, so, yeah, I kind of watched it on a whim. I literally never heard of it. And, uh, just you know, I just needed something to watch. It's got the girl from Dogma in it. Yeah. The brunette girl. I don't remember her name. Who is the main character in Dogma? Kevin Smith, obviously. Obviously. Well, if you were a director, and that was like how you approached talking about your movies, it's like, well, when you think about it, as a director, you are the main character of the movie. It's Linda Fiertini? Yeah, that's her. Well, I mean, Silent Bob is the main character of all those movies. Mm Mm-hmm. So she is, um, she's married to Bill Pullman. Yeah. Who, uh, is a, like a drug dealer, I guess. And, uh, he gets a huge score and he's like, and then we're going to go, uh, actually, I don't know where they were going to go. Some of this movie's fuzzy, but basically he punches her in the face because she sasses him. And uh, then he tries to sweet talk her, but he left like a huge, he's like, I'm going to go take a shower. And then presumably they were going to bang. Yeah. And uh, he leaves his this suitcase full of money unattended. So she grabs it all. She's like, I'm done with this guy. Leaves. They make a point throughout this movie of showing that like she only has sex with uh, magnum sized men. Yeah. Lots of magnum condoms sitting around. She keeps a pack with her at all times. They're like on her nightstand, but he gets out of the shower and she's gone. He's got two two towels on, by the way, when he leaves the shower. You ever roll like that? Two towels, like like one wrapped around the waist and then one around the shoulders. No. Does that seem necessary? No, that's how, that's too many towels. Just get a robe at that point. Right. Maybe he just can't afford a towel for a, or a nice robe. Maybe he's got such a magnum sized dick that uh. Uh, for the sake of modesty, he must use two towels. Anyway, she pieces out. They live in New York City. She goes to Buffalo, uh, to some, like, middle-of-nowhere town. Uh, meets another guy with a huge dick named, uh, well, he's played by Alec Berg, who's directed all those terrible, like, Mark Wahlberg movies. What terrible Mark Wahlberg um, like Lone Survivor, Deepwater Horizon, so on and so forth. You know, part of the uh, Mark Wahlberg, if I was there, things would have gone different cinematic universe. Ah, my favorite of the cinematic universes. Second to the Dark uh, Universal, Dark Universe with uh, Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Uh, but basically she's an epic girl boss. And, um, you know, bangs this guy. Oh, uh, Hank from Breaking Bad is in it. He's friends with the the guy with the giant penis. You know he has a giant penis because he whispers in her ear. Like, she's like... Wait till you see my dick. Well, she's like beating off all of his ad- advances and like he buys her a drink and everything. She's like, please just leave me alone. And he's like, okay. Leans in her ear. Just to let you know I'm hung like a horse. <laughs> he says that actually. Yeah. And then she was like... Sit down. They're, me, they're in a bar. The last seduction? Yeah. He's, she, like, starts unzipping his pants, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa what are you doing? She's like, I'm, t- I'm checking to make sure. And so, like, in the middle of this bar, she, like, reaches in his pants just to make sure he actually has a giant penis. Yeah. 
She's like, all right, I'm staying here. Come meet me at 8 o'clock. And so they do it, right? Yeah. She ends up accidentally like getting a job at the place he works. She was like, oh, I thought I was never going to have to see you again. She starts like falling for him. And all the while, Bill Pullman is like sending detectives and stuff to try to find her. Trying to like trace her calls and find her location and stuff. His like main detective is played by uh uh no, that's not his name. Bill Nunn, I think. Radio Rahim from Do the Right Thing. Okay. So at one point he actually sh- they actually track her down. He shows up, he's like, I got you. Makes her like drive to a certain location so he could like whatever. Take her back to uh her husband. Um, but then she starts like playing mind games with them. Is like, is it true what they say? You know, about black guys. Yeah. And he's like, is it true what they say about white women and their tiny asses? And she's like, well, you show me yours, I'll show you mine. And he's like, okay, let me see yours first though. I don't know what was going through his head, but I was thinking like, she's going to. She's driving. She's the one driving. Why isn't he driving for one? Right. But uh, anyway, he, uh, I'm like, is she going to like, how uncomfortable would that be to like crouch up and like expose your ass while you're driving? Well, would that even be possible? You have to take your feet off the gas and the brake. Yeah. And just let Jesus take the wheel, I guess. Right. Anyway, that doesn't happen. She convinces him to uh, whip it out first. And uh, the second he whips it out, she starts speeding up and then crashes into a phone pole and he goes flying through the windshield. Pants down. And uh, dies. Damn. Uh, what ends up happening is she, she like, convinces uh, Alec Berg to, like, murder her husband for her, but he doesn't know that it's her, it's her husband. And, uh... He shows up, like, you know, ties up Bill Pullman and stuff. They figure out what's going on. The boys are about to team up to take her down. But uh, she comes in with a can of mace, sprays it in her husband's mouth, uh, I guess, which I guess just kills him because he can't breathe. Yeah. She, like, unloads a can of mace in his mouth. And then she, like, convinces Alec Berg to rape her and she like dials 911 right before it happens and the phone is off the hook so they hear what happens and he gets put in jail because also he lied to her about like having a massive dog there was like a well no there was a throwaway line earlier where she's like he's like wow you ever been with a guy or something you ever been with an uh another lady he's like definitely not with a guy but it turns out like it his wife, who he met years ago, because he's technically married still, was a guy, but they got married before they had sex or anything, so he didn't know. Yeah. And then it turned out it was a guy. And then she tracks him down and uncovers the truth. That he says actually a guy? That he's married to a man, Yeah. Um, I think he may have beat the guy up or something. I don't know. Something, something like that. 
So she decides that she can't trust men. And uh So this is this movie's a winner. This is uh yeah. I I was trying to think of like what if she was played by Michael Douglas instead? Ooh. And the genders were reversed. No. They say exactly the same. <laughs> they say right where they are. <laughs> I got some new I got some good text to read. Okay. Some of the I don't know, I feel like the auntie just keeps getting upped with my like you need to help with your sex life texts. Yeah. This one I just got today. This is a short and sweet and to the point. This will make any girl come. Try for free. It's homologyplane.com. That's just a warm-up. This shocking secret destroys erectile dysfunction. Girlfriends and wives love this. Grab a sample. That's from mackerelprevail.com. And this was my favorite one. As you can see, there's a whole format to this one. I'm just going to read. Oh, okay. No spoilers. Have you ever made a girl squirt? This new blend does the following. Now, this is like five bullet points. Grows your dick by three inches in a week. Get erect immediately. Stay hard for hours. Control when you come. Finally, make your girl squirt and beg for more. Available for the rest of the week here. And this website piqued my interest. ChineseOrgan.com Chinese Organ? Yeah, let me go to this website actually. Let's see. Oh, never mind. It's not an actual website. Well, what was the point then? It's not a website. What is it? I clicked the link and it was like, website not found. Well, they must, you know, what happened is probably they had to take it off because so many people got that text and were like, sign me up now. Yeah. You know, one of these days I'm uh, I'm going to respond to these guys. Tell them to cool it. There, I, I pulled up Twitter for a reason. There was a tweet I wanted to show you, David. I, I sent this to Joe already, but this is a weird one. Uh, So this is from, I'm not going to say their name. But their bio is Feminist Punk Rocker. Or their website is BikiniKill.com. I don't think they're in Bikini Kill. No. Can someone explain to me why people who play guitar and have decided to revive shoegaze slash dream pop and embrace dumb retro shit like Weezer in an era filled with violence, economic inequality, and abortion bans? The guitar pedal industrial complex is not the sound of the revolution. First of all, Weezer's not retro. <laughs> to me. I mean, I guess their first album's 30 years old at this point, but... No, it's not. Oh, it's almost. It's 26. Okay. 27, something like that. It's third of all... What does she want? Yeah, what do you want? What do you... Oh, oh first of all, who says that people in shoegaze bands are trying to make music for the revolution. Who ever thought ever that Loveless by My Bloody Valentine was the soundtrack <laughs> of any revolution? I mean, what's... Like, what? I don't know what they want. Yeah. They want music to be homogenous yeah. in a different way? Yeah, they want everyone to make the sound of the revolution, and it's just... They 
want everything to sound like closer by Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. It's industrial rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure I really understand. I'm like, I, I think I know what they were trying to get at, but... um, I don't. And first, furthermore, shut up. <laughs> How about that? We're going to... We encourage our fans to send them guitar pedals in the mail. Yeah. So they can expand their horizons. Uh... Or maybe just like send them pictures of guitar pedals on Twitter. That's such a like. There's so much like free association with with that tweet. Or just like yeah, free association. But like, what does shoegaze have to do with abortion bans? I think. Why what, are those connected in your head? Somehow, what they're trying to say is that like, music s- shouldn't sound. A certain way because it's not helping it's not like owning the conservatives or something like it's like they're they're trying to say something like pop music makes people complacent i think is what they're trying to say which is insane yeah i mean i don't really think that art music controls what people you know what I'm trying to say I think like there's not it's a, like music isn't even the zeitgeist it's like or, or, it's something you like and listen to when you're free to listen to it I mean rock for one is absolutely not like the zeitgeist musically right yeah like and music top. isn't even really the zeitgeist in general it's more like people look to film and television like social media tiktok stuff like that i mean tiktok like music is a big part of tiktok but it's it's only half the half the equation right i don't know and then there was like there was a handful of people like qualifying or validating what they said i'm like do you even understand what they're i don't think this person even understands what they're trying to say I, i don't really i don't know it just it gave me pause earlier when i i i saw someone quote tweet it um, I guess a more accurate response to that would just be like, "LOL." Yeah, "LOL" is the best response to anything you don't like. I like flavored cream cheese. What's your favorite flavor? Yes, if I go for flavored cream cheese, it's usually something sweet. So yeah, like a strawberry or a, like a hazelnut. Like a candy corn. Candy corn. Hmm. It's an interesting thought. What would melted candy corn look like? Sour Patch Kids. Milk Duds. Like melted down into a spread, is that what you're saying? Yes. With cream cheese. Okay. This is going to be part of the Thanksgiving... Well, I think we should probably recast the entire the entire Thanksgiving uh, feast, you know? Turkey, not scary enough. Not twisted enough. For the new Thanksgiving. And as far as the spelling of new Thanksgiving, it's N- It's like the new metal spelling. So N-U, U as an umlaut over it. Yeah. New Thanksgiving. Does new metal always have an umlaut? I don't know. I've never seen it. I think you're lying. You're not lying, but you're misinformed. You're way off, it you're makes, way off base. It would make sense, though. The way it's pronounced. 
What do you got there? Is that a cowtail? Yeah. Well, it's Katie's cowtail. Um, I don't like them. So you're saying like, so maybe that could be a staple of New Thanksgiving. Is new metal. Sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just, it's going to be like, the new new Thanksgiving is going to have the aesthetic of a corn music video. Maybe a Slipknot music video. Yeah, that seems that's a that's a in line with what I'm envisioning. Um. Yeah, so like a fondue made of, I guess you have your pick of the litter. You know, has to be some sort of like a chewy candy, whether it be like fondued candy corn, sour patch kids, milk duds, so on and so forth. And that's kind of at the center of the table. Uh, maybe that's also, maybe it's more like the gravy, you know? Because mm-hmm. the turkey, I'm saying no to turkey. Turkey's off the, turkey's off the menu for New Thanksgiving. What's, oh, a, what's a different bird we can put in there? Duck. Like a condor? Uh, Crow? Uh, no, duck. Okay. Has to be. That's fine. I've never had duck, but I hear it's really greasy. Yeah, I've never had duck either. Well, you'll never have duck ever in your Probably life. Probably not. I don't even think I want to eat duck actually because I love mallards so much. Yeah. What? Uh, okay, so duck, but um, the 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 start of the day, the duck is alive. Yeah. So sometime between dinner and when you wake up. You got to do something about that duck. Oh, yeah. Maybe um, you lock, uh, you go. You have to do it yourself. That's you get the, the duck in the bathroom, and then you get Grandma and Grandpa to go in there, and like, okay, Grandma and Grandpa, you figure, it, figure it out. So they have to figure out some way to, um, you know, end this duck's life. Yeah. Uh, maybe they can reflect on their own mortality. Um, it's probably the worst part of the day is when you have to uh, snuff out the duck and its life. I don't want to get too morbid. I'm not going to go too much into that. But sure, duck can be... But it a, should be an old person doing it. Yeah. Two of them, in fact. Uh, sure. Every year. It's probably what it's, that's probably what it would take anyway. You know, It would take way too long. Uh, anyway, not going to dwell on the duck any longer. No stuffing. I don't like it. Yeah. I I used to like stuffing a lot, but uh, is vegan? vegan version really leaves something to be desired. Uh, yeah, so regular version does too. You got your candy gravy. You got your duck. You got uh, I guess rolls can stay. And uh, how about it's just duck and rolls? <laughs> <laughs> Not even a drink. <laughs> no drinks. No. Not even like uh That's part of the celebration is an extremely dry meal. Bottle of yellowtail. No. Well, I mean the duck is greasy enough, as you said, that uh that's all the lubrication you need <laughs> to enjoy this food. Yeah. But no refreshments. <laughs> no napkins either. <laughs> yes. No napkins. Um, no no cutlery. Paper plates it only. The, it is supposed to be the grossest meal of the year. <laughs> and um, 
even though it's probably cold outside, the post-meal uh, cleanup involves uh, having a bucket of water dumped on you. So you come in and you're kind of like, you're damp still. Um, and if all these protocols aren't followed, like like we said earlier, the uh, the tall leprechaun who looks and sounds exactly like Tony Montana, but different outfit, uh, will come and inspect your 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 shit. And this isn't a myth like Santa Claus. I mean, well, this is I did say up up front this is a myth we're establishing, but um. Maybe each block has a designated, you know, leprechaun. And they have to do their best to look and sound like Tony Montana. And they're going to come in and just, like, tear down your stuff and, uh, you know. What if it's, like, a leprechaun, first one comes in and does an awful Tony Montana impression, can't keep a straight face, <laughs> can't barely do the voice, and he has to leave, and then, he, like... The next one comes in, and maybe it's a little bit better, but mm-hmm. just not quite it. And the next one is, like, a very middling performance. And it's, like, incrementally they get better and better and better and better until it is just Al Pacino mm-hmm. <laughs> at your door. But it varies. Like, Al Pacino doesn't always show up. If there's, like, one leprechaun that does a pretty good Tony Montana, or off the bat, which rarely happens... That's the only one you're going to have to deal with. But you could be dealing with up to 20 leprechauns doing Al Pacino <laughs> impressions until you get to the real Al Pacino. Yeah, it's a hell of a time. Oh, yeah. What about the history of and this And they can come at any point. It could be like a dog shit Al Pacino at 9.30 at night. <laughs> <laughs> and then you don't get you don't get to sleep because you have to watch all of them. <laughs> you don't get to sleep till who knows. <laughs> Six o'clock at night, because you're waiting on the next one. Hoping, hoping, you got Tony, you got Scarface going on in the background just to keep a good reference in your head. Yeah, instead of uh the Godfather marathon on AMC, it's a Scarface marathon. Just playing Scarface over and over, and uh, some of the some of these impersonators don't they barely even understand the character. They're walking in, they're being like, "Are you talking to me?" Are you talking to me? I don't know who else you could be talking to. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Or they're doing um They're going like uh Mrs. Mrs. Robinson? Are you trying to seduce me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanna work on that a little better. Mrs. Robinson, Mike. If I had known it better, <laughs> I would say you're trying to seduce me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's keep going. Let's keep going with this one. Attica, man. You remember Attica? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just robbing this bank so I can uh, afford my uh, my boyfriend. Uh, he is a she actually. She mm-hmm. going. She. Oh fuck! And then that's right. when Leprechaun leaves. <laughs> And then comes back, and then it's like, like I was saying, man, my boyfriend about to become a girl, <laughs> and I need the money to to pay for the operation. Oh, I'm walking here. Fuck. Runs out. 
And then... Don't you ever ask me about my business. Hey, man. She's got a great ass. <laughs> and I'm looking to stick my head... Oh, I can't do the... Oh, God, that's a leprechaun talking. <laughs> and then he runs out. And that's when Al Pacino really comes out to do the... As Tony Montana. Just when I thought, you couldn't get any stupider. You go and completely redeem yourself. Al Pacino can't even remember his own lines. The devil, man? Man, you think everything's the devil. You know what? I like her. And she, sh- and she showed me her boobies, and I like them too. <laughs> Vicky Valancourt is my fine piece of ace. <laughs> Wait, does he say that? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't remember that I line. Think Chris Farley says that. And am I mixing up the Adam Sandler heroines? No, Vicky Valancourt is in Waterboy. Oh, I thought she was in Billy Madison. Wait, oh wait. no, Veronica Vaughn. Oh my God, Veronica Vaughn's the one. No, you're right. Veronica Vaughn's in Billy Madison. He's like, Veronica Vaughn, that's so hot. Vicky, oh, I said sicky. <laughs> You're a little sicky. Vicky Valancourt. Oh. Fictional um, character. She's it. not real? That's probably, that's one of the saddest things I've ever heard. That's outrageous. I want to watch, oh. I wish she was my teacher. Oh. I thought this was a... Sorry, I heard a bug. I thought this was a picture of her now. <laughs> Who but is no, that? That's just a man dressed as the water boy. Oh. Uh, it seems to be some sort of couple costume. Maybe the water boy can um, be part of the Thanksgiving tradition. The new Thanksgiving tradition. It's a great movie. Probably my favorite of the Adam Sandler films. Well, Happy Madison Productions. Mm-hmm. I don't think I like it more than Uncut Gems or Punch Drunk Love, but maybe more than Meyerwood Stories. <laughs> and maybe more than Funny People. And maybe more than Click. What's your favorite Adam Sandler picture? Um, I do like Billy Madison. As far as the funny ones, probably Billy Madison. Just by de- I really haven't seen that many of them. Yeah. Pretty much just Billy Madison, Waterboy. Little Nicky. I haven't really seen Little Nicky. I've seen parts of Little Nicky. That one's not very good. Mm-mm. I mean, he might be available next week, though. Okay. That's what he said. Good deal. Because we will be having another guest next week because, like I said, at the top, uh, not enough peanuts to go around. That's not even a metaphor. It's literally, I don't have enough peanuts. I'm going to mail some circus peanuts to uh, Dylan. Mail them? Yeah. Like in an envelope, like take them out. Mm. Mail some circus peanuts to my brother. In oh, China. Yeah, that'd be good. Those aren't making a past customs. There's something wrong with those things. <laughs> <laughs> they treat them like anthrax, like a like a male uh, bomb. 
I'm just getting sick thinking about the texture. I I assume they're kind of like packing peanuts, but yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, they they might as well be packing peanuts. Yeah. Ugh. Well, thank God we weren't ever sponsored by Circus Peanuts. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe next. We're, we're open to other peanut sponsorships. Just Golden Boy really uh, fucked us, frankly. Oh, yeah. Um. So, uh, please. Please. We need help. Or we're going to have to shut down operations. David's next on the chopping block. Yeah, probably. Sorry, David. I'll find someone who will work for free. Because I, I don't. I, you have too much. You, your standards are too high. I understand and appreciate that and yeah. respect that. I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't even want the peanuts that bad, to be honest. I would do this for free if I could. But we need the nuts. We need the fuel. The gas. I'm burning them. I'm microwaving them. I'm boiling them. You ever have boiled peanuts? No, it sounds awful. If you go, if you ever go down south, there's just like cardboard cutout signs everywhere. It's like boiled peanuts. Come and get them. Please get these out of here. <laughs> we thought these would be more popular than they were. I have not tried them. Uh, really, haven't been that tempted to be honest. Tasty vegan treat, perhaps, but. Is are they vegan? Yeah, I mean they're just boiled in water, right? Unless they're boiled in freaking pig fat. You know, I was thinking about this. that. Could be another new Thanksgiving. Uh, that that's an appetizer is boiled peanuts. Meat products have no place in a drink. This is true. Oh, you're talking about people who put like people put like meat cubes and stuff in Bloody Marys. It's disgusting. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? Like, what's meat cube? Like a... Like a sausage or something. Like beef jerky? No. I don't know, like a... You know, you Why like do you want to drink off that? Cheese cubes and little Vienna sausages or something. It's like an appetizer plate. I think it's that kind of stuff. Bloody Marys are really a... Uh, They're not my thing. A I, conduit to just awful ideas. <laughs> yeah. Putting hot sauce in there, salt and pepper. I think I need to have a good one. I don't know. Conceptually, not a bad idea. I kind of like tomato juice. I, vodka's good, too. I don't know. I heard a guest, a future guest, coming on to the show soon. Once compared it to just drinking a whole glass of sauce, <laughs> like spaghetti sauce, and that kind of turned me off of ever trying it. <laughs> then you get the celery in there. Yucca pucka. I'd rather have mimosas. That's right. Speaking of mimosas, remember that time I uh, we were having brunch, and I pulled. And oh, you the spilled spaghetti. juice all over the fucking floor. <laughs> uh, yeah, I pulled the spigot out of the juice container, and it spilled all over the floor. Yeah. That was great. That you was hadn't so even you hadn't even had your mimosa yet. No. You needed your coffee still. I think that's the that's why that happened. Yeah, I needed my coffee that I was gonna drink after the mimosa. That's when when they Actually, came, huh? when someone when one of the employees camped with all, a bunch of napkins, you were like, Listen, 
I don't even have my coffee. Don't even talk to me. I have not had my coffee. I told them they should build these things better. <laughs> and then I walked away with the spigot still attached to my <laughs> finger. Uh, and then you downed your, your juiceless mimosa, which was just champagne. Mm-hmm. And dropped the ground, dro- dropped the glass on the ground because like, well, you got to pick this up anyway, so. Yeah. That's correct. Good times. Brunch can get... Chaotic. We're a couple of brunch bitches over here. Mm, well, I haven't. Well, I think I had. I don't remember the last time I went for brunch. I had brunch last weekend. I already talked about that, though. I want to say October, maybe earlier. Me and Katie had brunch. I'm not Katie, like. Katie uh, is an un, as as yet to be introduced as a character on the show. <laughs> I like brunch. I I just I'm not like trying to go to brunch every week, you know. But it's nice. It is nice. Nothing nicer than getting drunk first thing and then nah, not really. Drunk. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing compared to the the meal you will have at New Thanksgiving. So, uh listeners, you enjoy your Thanksgiving. I mean, you don't have to start celebrating New Thanksgiving yet. Um we're going to have this better organized to be implemented next year. Uh, and uh, please. No. N- Just please. Please. 